<laughs> Rear window, that trombone shot, though. It's Flicks in That with Steve Newell. Good afternoon, Steve Newell. Hey, hey, how's it? It's good. The sun is shining. The weather has improved since this morning, so feeling pretty posy about that. Beautiful. Uh, I yeah. hear it's going to snow in the South Island, though, apparently. Well, I'm wearing shorts and slides, so, so uh, I would not be, would not be wanting to be in the South Island yeah. uh, for that. Thanks. Um, oh, that's good. That's good. Look, I've had a pretty pleasant week. Um, with it has come not a ton of viewing, but I have been thinking a lot ahead to Halloween next week. Okay. Uh, Terrifier started or opened, right? Uh, opens tonight, kind of. Um, so the big cinema release this week is Five Nights at Freddy's. This is the adaptation of the popular video game series. Um, think spooky animatronic robots um, meant to push fast food to children via propaganda, but actually evil spirits. Anyway, uh, this um, opens officially tomorrow. It opens Terrify Fest in screenings. They've got the New Zealand premiere of it tonight. Uh I have not seen this film, and according to Rotten Tomatoes, no one has reviewed it yet. This one is under oh, lock and key, <laughs> wow. which is a terrible, terrible sign, to be perfectly honest. Um, okay. Either that or it's the most um, spoiler-filled thing in the world, and they daren't let anyone see it, lest mm -hmm. they ruin the surprise. But it's never a good sign when um, you go into uh, release Eve with not a review to be found on the internet. Um, so perhaps... Uh, Look, part, look beyond that one in the Has program. Has anything ever bucked that trend? Has something come out under complete lock and key and then just oh, destroyed at the box office? That's a great question. Well, I think that, um, I mean, it's not the promo cycle that studios would love to be running, right? Like, they kind of want your, they want to build up that chatter. And, and because the cinema industry in particular lives and dies by its opening weekend, those mm. first four days of release um, really dictate the number of, screens that the film's going to go on to have in, in subsequent weeks mm. and really the, the kind of way that we are a uh, front-loaded cinema culture now much more than you know 50 years ago um, where films could just kind of bubble along and find mm. an audience a bit more um, now the promo cycle demands snappy Instance punchy success. review quotes what what's, uh, what's a what's a film that has bubbled along for and just grown in power and Oh geez, that's a that's a that's it's What's been a classic so, it's example really been so of something long. like I think, that. I think that um, you know this films. The word, I guess word of mouth probably does work online more than uh, than it does within a particular country or, or, or city these days, right? Because of that need to get films in and out of the, of, the, of the screen so quickly. And I've been hammering on about when evil lurks a bit for the past few weeks, but that's a great example. This is a film that I don't know if I'd necessarily have looked twice at, at, at the poster of this of this pick. Um, but all of a sudden, um, you know, Twitter became the vehicle for lots of, like, honest-to-God, great horror film fans, people whose opinions I trust, and I look, uh, had, a, had a, gave it a glance gave, and gave it a watch and, and found one of the best, best horrors of the year. Mm. So um, maybe that's uh, sort of helping to replace that, um, that instant connection via social media. Mm. Ugh, it's disgusting. Uh, maybe helping to replace a bit of that long lead chat about yeah. films. Mm -hmm. um, Terrify doesn't, uh, apart from tonight's screening of Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, Terrify's not actually on in Auckland until uh, November the 2nd. Oh. So we'll come back to that, I think. But it's worth checking out the program. Um, there's definitely some highlights in there. There's, some, there's a few things I'm really keen to check out uh, on screen at the Capitol. 
Um, we're at screening in Auckland and Balmoral. Um, the website for it is terrifyfest.com. That's Terra T E R R O R Fi F I Fest F E S T dot com. Have a have a squiz. We'll come back to that. But uh, with Halloween just around the corner, I thought I would uh, mention um, some streaming highlights. If you yeah, want some stuff to watch, I mean, it could just be the over the weekend. Or I'm it ready. Be, or right. it could be on yeah. Halloween itself. Go on. Um, so Shudder is the horror streaming sort of specialist service. There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of, of horror or horror-adjacent titles um, to stream there. Uh, I think they do have a free trial thing, so you can kind of jump in, watch some stuff, and cancel. Uh, is Hotel a, Cool Guardy on, on oh, Shudder? That's a great question. <laughs> I mean, there's some stuff there that they their, their programming does get a bit broad. Like, for instance, uh, they have the Sam Neill and John Clark black comedy Death in Brunswick no. Uh, which is not horror, and, and no one's made a mistake. But they they just they, they do like kind of surrounding uh, their kind of core horror content with some genre type stuff mm. that that they think their audience would enjoy. So so yeah, it's not necessarily straight up and down horror. But the things that jumped out to me today, um, they've recently added uh, Takashi Miike's uh, fantastic 1999 uh, audition, which is a true um, all time uh, squirmer shocker of a J horror. Um, even more uh, disturbing to me is a film called Martyrs, which um, was part of the French uh, extreme horror wave. This is this is probably my most notorious film for the number of times I've tried to start watching it and given up because I've been too freaked out. I had this habit <laughs> of coming home too late at night right. and maybe just a little bit sideways and like, oh, this is a great time to watch Martyrs. It will really freak me out. Uh, the problem was it did that like five or six times. I'd get about so it five, did too well. Five, yeah, like five to ten minutes into the film, and now I can't do this. I've checked. I've had to. Che- <laughs> I've had to check the, the doors and windows too many times right. again. Um, so if, if you're kind of in the uh, more extreme end of the horror spectrum, you've probably already seen Martyrs. To be Does honest, that include video nasties? Yeah, well, I think that um, like the, the, those that category of film is probably like well, it's quite overblown. Like if you sort of yeah. look down the list of titles. Um, I mean, none of these spring to mind at the minute, but if you look down the list of titles that were kind of lumped into the UK band video nasties category, it's pretty broad and pretty tabloid. Yeah, like it was a, yeah. a, a tabloid scandal made into, into reality, and, and they really do kind of mostly pale in, compa- in, in comparison to, to films that have been made in the modern era. Like part of that's because I think the uh, um, in the VHS era, I'm not going to say the audiences were more naive or more gullible, but maybe some of the um, sophistication with what's, whether you're watching something that's real, uh, uh, confusing fact or fiction, or, or just that we hadn't been um, you know, sensitised to certain images so much by yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah, made, them, made them more shocking for the time, but I don't think they hold a candle to the, to the modern crop of uh, extreme horror because, it, you know, like, uh, like any genre that's uh, trying to push boundaries, like they just get pushed out a little bit further, further and further yeah. each year. Um, maybe what's why uh, metal and horror have such an affinity for one another. Uh, just got to go more extreme, man. Go more extreme. Mm. Um, other things that jumped at me on Shudder, though, are the original Suspiria, if you're in the mood for a classic, um, or if you want to uh, harken back to those kind of VHS wonderful days of uh, discovering films from the, from the 80s, um, Stuart Gordon's excellent OTT reanimator. So there's a little smattering from Shudder there. Over on Neon, Neon sort of has a not... Hugely extensive horror selection. Um, their programming seems to go a little bit more towards the fun end of, of, of horror, which oh. makes more sense when I mention these titles. Um, 
there's films like 10 Cloverfield Lane, which might not necessarily okay. be 100% horror, but it's pretty horror adjacent. Um, I caught the, um, the first half of that the other night and was reminded how much of a fun film it is. Uh, Scream 6, the latest in the Scream reboot series. Um, Have you seen it? Yeah, I've, I've, liked, I've liked the Scream reboot. Scream 6, uh, maybe not quite as good as the film preceding it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they've come back with a really strong reminder of how you can have a uh, nostalgia fueling horror yes. that's actually still extremely brutal. Like the, I watched, um, I watched uh, the fifth Scream film on a plane recently and actually kind of felt a bit awkward about the people beside me yeah because it's <laughs> brutes it's like they didn't sign up for this mm. i mean they can yeah they can definitely see what's going on if they're sitting right next to you yeah it was on a it was a cathay pacific flight and they had a little blurrer like the screens have a some kind of a lamination on them that slightly blurs them more on other flights i've been on yeah don't know don't know what that's about but uh, i did feel sorry for the um, elderly uh, passenger next to me as people were getting stabbed tons and tons of times. <laughs> um, also on Neon, they've got uh, Megan and Bodies, 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 which are oh, probably two of the stronger sort of um, uh, comedy, comedy-leaning comedy horrors of the last couple of years. They're also on Prime Video as well. And uh, the other standouts on, on Prime for me were Killer Clowns from Outer Space. This is playing at Terrify <laughs> Film Fest. Mm-hmm. This is a bona fide old day VHS classic I've seen this so many times like as a teenager uh, at sleepovers getting a, getting a bunch of videos out um, see it at Terrify if you can this will be a really fun film to watch with a, with a cinema full of people um, it's great because it's mid 80s lots of cool practical effects uh, it's endlessly creative but the premise is um, a bunch of clowns have descended on a rural American town except the clowns are aliens and they want to eat people mm-hmm. It's okay. uh, it's so much fun. Um, it's a classic, classic uh, midnight movie scenario. Um, and then, of course, everyone's probably got Netflix. Um, and they are, Hugh, I guess, closer to the classics. Um, some of the stuff that jumped out there for me was the original Halloween from 1978, Jordan Peele's Get Out, The Shining, and in what kind of happens in streaming from time to time where they don't quite get all of the series, um, the awesome Final Destination, one, two, three, oh, and five. <laughs> <laughs> we'll forget about four. Uh, I love Final Destination 2. That's an all-time fave of mine. <laughs> the uh, opening sequence, uh, highway sequence of Final Destination 2 is uh, something I still think about while driving mm-hmm. to this day. Hey, Steve, we've, just, we've had a text in. I didn't realise there was a new Godzilla on the way. Have you checked out there? Yeah, there is a new Godzilla. I don't know too much about it. This is um, a, like proper Godzilla. This is Japanese Godzilla, mm-hmm. not, not Western Godzilla. Right. Um Although I do note that um, Apple TV have a spin-off series from uh, the recent cinema MonsterVerse coming. Uh, so that's those more recent incarnations we've seen out of Hollywood of Godzilla and Kong. Um, there's a show called Monarch coming to Apple TV soon. But yeah, no, I haven't checked out haven't checked out the upcoming Godzilla yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I have checked out um, is a decidedly non-horror. Well, maybe it's maybe there's a bit of horror to it. We, we probably all all have a. Uh, our own uh, bad memories of this period. Um, a documentary returning from the New Zealand International Film Festival to cinemas called Ms. Information. It's a documentary on Dr. Susie Wiles. Um, and it's one of those great cases of a doco being in the right place at the right time because there's a camera with Dr. Wiles as the pandemic explodes. Mm. Um, I saw, saw this during the festival. Uh, I mean, it feels like it's... Uh, 
it feels all very familiar, but it's nice to have a, an up close perspective and um, you know um, spend a bit more time with someone that we may feel we've already spent a lot of time with, but probably just in drips and drabs um, over the past couple of years. So um, that's getting a limited cinema release. And the other thing that I saw sneak into cinemas this week, I haven't had a chance to check this out. It starts playing tonight. Um, there is a new David Fincher film. It's coming straight to Netflix. It stars Michael Fassbender. It's called The Killer. It looks awesome. It's getting some limited cinema screenings this week. It's in very, very small cinemas. Um, it's in like not the best cinemas and multiplexes. So like in someone's lounge or something? It's uh, like I've seen it in a, um, it seems to be playing uh, like the sort of 50, 60 seater oh, um, screens. Right. Not the ideal way to see a David Fincher film, yeah. um, but I think I'm probably just going to suck it up and go to see that in the next couple of days. Um, seems to have decent reviews, uh, but also like it's David Fincher, I want to watch it on a big screen and have a grunty, grunty PA. So um the killer. That's um, that won't stick around for long. That's probably something to catch uh, in the, within the, within the next week. Right here, um, right now. If you're a David Fincher fan, um, few things there. Um, Very good. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you, Steve. Sure. Real auteurs use star wipes. That was flicks and that on ninety five BFM.